I'm a little disappointed. Beca- Why? Because we are not putting the jingle bells on the regular episode this week. The holiday season will be over by I the don't, time it comes out. But I don't think it really matters. I think it's close enough that we can still consider it the holiday season. Okay, but there has to be a cutoff at some point. So what would your so cutoff be? So what's the... Be? Valentine's Day. That's extreme. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't think that it's a terribly extreme idea, but I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to allow you this one time to rob me of my joy. It's not. This is the passage of time. I cannot be blamed for that. You're stealing my time. I'm reclaiming my time. Your time is over. (laughs) Well, hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of my Spooky Gay Family mini-sodes. It is the end of the year. It is. It is also my birthday today. It is your birthday today. Happy yes. birthday. Thank How you. old are you? I'm 34. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to try that hard this no. time. <laughs> We're just going to start now so it's on record going forward for the next bajillion episodes. 30, I'm going to forget next week. Next so I'm going to need you to remind me. It's okay. 34. Yeah. That's almost halfway from 30 to 40. Almost, yes. Almost halfway. Almost there. How does that feel? <laughs> it felt better. Until um, I said that? Until just now. I could actually. imagine. Listen, I don't think you have anything to be afraid of. I think 40 is going to be good for you. Let's let's deal with 35 first. All right. And well, I'll that's have still that, a year away. I'll have that crisis four years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that crisis. No, because this is this is the really fun year where like every time I go to like the lady doctor, she's like, so you're going to have kids, right? It's like, no, no. So you're going to have, no, the 35's a comment. Yes, I understand that. She's down there like, hello. <laughs> she pulls out a stopwatch. Look at how long is left on here. The eggs it's are like, running out. <laughs> All of dad's hopes and dreams for grandchildren. Oh, more grandchildren no. running out. The <laughs> I was going to say he has grandchildren. Yes, you're not I robbing him of anything. I said more. My goodness. Every, it, it's so crazy. I, I... After 30 was like, wow, I'm never going to be 20 something again. And it 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 doesn't scare me, but it is like you do suddenly feel like someone has like somebody turned over the hourglass a while ago and like didn't tell you. (laughs) Did you feel that way? I didn't I didn't actually feel too bad at 30. I think um, and I honestly I still don't like I, I mean, as much as we make fun of it on this podcast, like I don't feel old like I. I honestly don't think I feel any different than I did when I was like 26, 27. Like, no, I feel <laughs> like I'm 21. But yeah, like, I don't uh, until have... I try to like bend down to pick something up. Yeah, no, it's like age is just a number, <laughs> but the number is terrifying. I have to tell you, <laughs> I was watching the other night. I got home from, from a show and I was sitting on the couch eating Wawa, as I do. Of course. And yeah. uh, I, I happened to notice that I think it was Amazon Prime had Party Monster with Macaulay Culkin and mm-hmm. Seth Green. And I was like, 
oh, I'll watch this. I haven't watched this in like 15 years. So I turned it on and I was watching the scene where um, Macaulay Culkin as Michael Eilig drops um, I th- it must be like a quaalude or something yeah, on the floor and it rolls under the radiator and he falls to the floor and like scurries after it <laughs> and like is chasing this quaalude and in the moment you're supposed to be like wow this guy is really <laughs> fucked up with drugs and in the moment I was like wow I wish I could fast. do that. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I can't scurry that fast. <laughs> See, the, get, the getting down like doesn't surprise me because I can get down very quickly. It's getting back up. That is the problem. <laughs> like, so. During rehearsals for the Christmas <laughs> wish, I went down very quickly at one point and I'm still recovering like, from it. Yeah, I'm like, I just boom. Literally like <laughs> face first into the floor. It actually was not face first. I was, we were rehearsing. There's a scene where I'm supposed to like lay back on the bed mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't have the bed. So I was using a piano bench and we had been using tables so I could just lay down and get up at, at will. And I laid back thinking that the table was there and it was not. Oh, no. <laughs> and I went over. It was not my most graceful moment. Next year, we're just going to we're gonna set up some hospital beds for you. So you can just press I the would button love and it'll that. just pop you back up. That is honestly the only thing I want in my life is to know that uh, I have a bed that I can control with a button. Sarah and I got recliners recently for our living room. In bed? Oh, no. in the living room. No. For- <laughs> I was like, you got a reclining bed? No. <laughs> I barely have a, like, we, we, we got our bed from like a discount furniture store here in New Jersey. And like... <laughs> I'm not really sure that there's a box spring. <laughs> sure as fuck does not recline. You just sink but, into the floor. But yeah, no, I got the recliners thinking like, oh, this will be great for my back. Like, this will be good for my shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. all the things that bother me, like, this is going to be great for. And then I went to sit up out of it the first night we had it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've made a this terrible is a mistake. problem. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to work. There's always that moment, especially because not only am I over 30, but I'm also like overweight. There's always that moment where like you bend down to tie your shoes and you're like, well, this feels different. (laughs) And and suddenly, suddenly you're not 22 and skinny anymore. I have currently in my left hand, I have like this shooting pain, like right between like my first finger and my second finger. And I'm 900% sure that it's carpal tunnel from how often I'm typing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's not right. Like of all the things, <laughs> I hurt myself typing. Of all the things on my body <laughs> to fall apart. Like, like the first two knuckles of my left hand should not be it. Like, I, I, it's like that is bullshit. A hundred percent concur. I don't think that, that is something that we should, uh, we should be experiencing in our thirties. So now that you have experienced the final tangent of 2019. <laughs> It's the, the final tangent. No, it's not. There's still time. I I will find a way. I'm going to post a Twitter rant. You never post on Twitter. I never understood wind. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Yeah. That that's my favorite horror movie of 2019. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. Um. So now that we have done our final tangent, we thought that since it is our last mini-sode of the year, we would look back on all of the shining moments we have had <laughs> on My them. Spooky Gay Family. This We've is only a 20-minute been... episode and you just listened to the first 19. I know, literally. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we know we haven't been around long. We only started the show in September. Yeah. Um, 
So we've only been around for a, a little over three months. So we're gonna do a victory lap now, four months later. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say, yeah, we did it. We finally <laughs> we we made it to December. Uh, we didn't uh, have a hissy fit and shut ourselves no, down. We, we haven't been disowned by our family. I know, Dad, Dad came to Christmas to us and had a good time. And even. had a good time. Uh, and we're going to do a little recap episode with some of our. Some of our favorite moments. Do you yeah. have favorite moments from this year? Um, I do have favorite moments from this year. I, I think um, a lot of my favorite moments are kind of more like sort of one-off jokes that I don't know necessarily fit the format that great. Mm. But um, like because I, I really like I think some of the one-liners have been really fun. But we have a couple of sort of longer clips for you guys that I think. Yeah, we're going to play a few clips of our favorite favorites. moments. Uh the first one, I thought we would go back a little ways to uh, the Bobcast. Do you remember the Bobcast? It was so long ago, it's hard to remember. It's episode two. Episode yeah. two. <laughs> uh, during the Bobcast with Bob and Kevin, Kevin was talking about a band name. Yes. Do you remember? It was like the... what? I can't it remember. Red Jumpsuit Apparatus? Red, ju- red Jumpsuit Apparatus. <laughs> That was one of my favorite moments. We're going to take a listen. I mean, like, emo was like Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco and stuff like that. And mm, goth was a yeah, little bit different, you know? Like, I don't know if I'd call Fallout Boy emo. It they was were like in 2008. <laughs> well, when they were like, <laughs> when they were like after their time, they were all fine. Like, emo. red jumpsuit apparatus or porcelain Who? and the tramps. Like, that was emo music. I've never heard of it. You're speaking in tongues right now. You, I never heard you actually, <laughs> he's just saying random words. He's like, umbrella banana hammocks. Don't you remember? No. Um, red, uh, red Gooseneck jump- flowers. I Didn't you ever hear? I was you to say mouse rat. I used to joke that he left a band called Peggy <laughs> Mache Peanut. <laughs> wait, wait, that's not fair because. Smear off light switch plates. Don't you remember? <laughs> I mean, dashboard confessional. <laughs> it sounded like he was joking, but it's real. I know. <laughs> you guys would actually... That's the funniest part is, about um, it. I know. There is a song by Red Jumpsuit Apparatus that was on the radio that you would know. Like, um, and I can't think of what the hell it was called. Um, yeah, because it didn't happen. <laughs> Draw me in blood. Yeah. <laughs> jumpsuit what? I think, it, I think they were called Red apparatus. Jumpsuit Apparatus. Um, it was something like that. He's now like, I it's either that or like... no doubt. I can't remember what the band was called. <laughs> Somewhere this band are you saying on. Apparatus or Avaratus? Because it sounds like apparatus. apparatus. Okay, because Apparatus isn't a word and it was fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already a little Come fucked on, up. Come on, Cody. Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I still can't believe that that was the name of the band. Did you ever go back and look it up? No, I didn't. I absolutely did not either. I I was like, I'm just going to assume Kevin is on Sudafed. I'm I'm willing to take Kevin's word on this, that that's a real thing. (laughs) That's the difference between you and I. You're like, I'm sure he's right. I'm like, I'm positive he's crazy. (laughs) I mean... It's one of those things where it's like, it's not like it was the first or only time that someone said something on this podcast that caused a moment of confusion and alarm. Um, I was <laughs> I was responsible for, for several things Many, over the last I would couple argue. of months. And like, this is, again, the joy of not being the person who edits the episodes. So I know. I don't get to take anything out. I love Dumb it. That I, say. This is I like, love it. I haven't cut a word you've said. Never. Not a once. <laughs> Which is so much fun, especially, I, I think my favorite one of those, though, was from the Scream episode when we are, we were talking about um, Sydney and Billy making out and what his hand goes for immediately. Oh, I remember yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen. 
And, you know, three, it's, this is a teen movie, and we're not going to show Nev Campbell's tits, even though it's R-rated, so we're going to get a nice shot of that creamy outer thigh. <laughs> creamy outer thigh. <laughs> Can oh, we redo God. that? My God. That was creamy awful. Creamy outer thigh. <laughs> I'm a lesbian. Leave me alone. I want to see that creamy outer thigh. I've also never heard anyone say outer thigh. (laughs) That's what it was. Well, have you heard someone say inner thigh? thigh? I have. Now who's being passive aggressive picking (laughs) apart what everyone's saying? If if there's an inner thigh, there is clearly an outer thigh. By implication, there is an outer thigh, (laughs) I guess. But I've just never heard anyone refer to it. What would you call that part of the leg? Her distant butt. Because <laughs> I've heard the term front butt, but that usually, <laughs> usually refers to what he was going for. Scream really was one of the best episodes. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that one. I feel like um, when I was re-listening to them, I felt like that was kind of the first one that sort of felt like... Like one like of our conversations. Yeah, like, like, like we, we weren't uncomfortable behind the microphone anymore and we're doing fine. Yeah, because that's something you should all know. We are not really like performing on this podcast yeah, no, this is generally <laughs> what our conversation we don't write jokes like. ahead of time no we don't, we don't write anything like, we write like a brief outline we and barely watch the movies but my favorite thing about our conversation in scream happens to be something that i am very passionate about yes <laughs> i know um, you know exactly what i'm gonna talk about <laughs> again and again. And again. And again. Why don't we listen to it one more time? Just one more time. <laughs> one thing that I alluded to earlier that I, I know I am infamous for mm-hmm. is mishearing things. Yes. And one of the things that has tormented me for 20 years <laughs> since I watched this movie is the song Red Right Hand. Which is one of the greatest soundtrack songs It's ever. a great song. I mean, it is one of the top played songs in my Halloween playlist. But <laughs> the singer of this song... <laughs> is about to get a bad rap. I can't understand a fucking word he says. I understood it fine. He's like, you're one microscopic cog in his catastrophic plan to sound and those two buys were on hell. I'm like, what is, I'm like, what did he just say? He just had a stroke. What he just said was designed and directed by his right hand. He did right not hand. say that designed and directed. That is what he said. I, uh, no, absolutely not. No, you know what? Designed you got, you got and those two buys were on He makes an S sound. There's no S in directed. <laughs> Designed, arrested, man, round, hell. Designed, arrested. Designed. It makes more sense to come when you listen to what he's How saying. Designed and arrested. I'm saying Fred Durst. Something about Fred Durst. <laughs> Robert Durst, maybe that makes more Why sense. Why, when I'm looking in songs, does it sort them by artist? It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, Designed and arrested. It, it literally is nonsense. It is not nonsense. It, it is, is a- absolutely nonsense. I have listened to the song 900 times. Well, you should listen to it 901 because he's because this time Designed I might not hear the lyrics. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna find this song. Hold on, hold that, on, that's hold fun. on. Free advertising for something. How far into the song is that line? Just, just. Mm-hmm. 
There's also a lot of like high noon riffing. Yeah. <laughs> He's a band. He's, He's a, a guru. <laughs> Did you say he was a band? He's a band. <laughs> Microscopic cog in his catastrophic plan. Designed and thirsted. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> you went about him and sang over it. Let the people decide. <laughs> We're going to put a poll up on the website after this. <laughs> Microscopic cog in his catastrophic plan. Designed and directed by his <laughs> He says, he says, dark. <laughs> Darsted. It's like designed and directed. Like, like that is what he said. Designed and It's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like in the middle of the song, at the end they were like, are you okay, Jim? Do you smell toast? What happened? <laughs> at the end he's like, I'm fine. Can you get me a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> the right half of his face is melting. You're like, what happened? <laughs> You're over in the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Jazzy, close the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> You're still wrong. About, I am not wrong. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I am not wrong. <laughs> I'm going, we're going to be having this argument. Like, we're going to be like 80. Like, our kids will have put us in a home. I'm telling like, you right now, <laughs> our first t-shirt. <laughs> our first t-shirt for this podcast is just going to say, designed and dursted. No. Yes, it's no. going to happen. <laughs> And I'm going to wear it proudly. Oh, God. Designed and dursted. I, I would be honestly concerned for our listeners if they ever wanted to wear T-shirts with anything we've said on them. I know. But like, <laughs> especially since most of the time, it's not even like a cogent story. It's just like three minutes of rambling and then like two minutes of laughing and then another three minutes of rambling. The only person I think I've ever heard on this on this podcast tell a cogent story the first time they tried is, believe it or not, Bob. I know, Bob, actually, which is so funny because of our siblings, Bob is not usually regarded as the most articulate. Eloquent. Uh, eloquent. <laughs> He's not the most eloquent. Didn't Bob, Bob told a story during the fear episode that I really loved. Yeah, no, and it was, it was such a Bob story. Too. <laughs> like, it was the quintessential Bob story. <laughs> I think we should listen to it again. Let's do it. I'm sure they, they all, like anybody who works in those things, has a story where they got like hit or pushed yeah, or slapped was, was or something. Say, you have a like good haunt story. The Jeepers Creepers one. Yes. That one is funny. I think you should tell that. It happened right in Field of Terror. It was, Did it really? Yeah, it happened in the corn maze. And I knew what it was because they put a school bus, which if you've seen Jeepers Creepers 2, you know that it takes place on a mm-hmm. bus. Um, they put it in the middle of the field and I saw him standing on top of it and I was like, son of a bitch, because that is one of the scariest friggin' movies. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to. But you have no choice because it's a corn maze. And so when we got there, I was like paying attention to the people in front of us and I saw that whoever went into the bus last, he would jump off the bus behind them to scare them. So I like ran to the front of the group of friends I was with and I was like, I'm getting on this bus first. <laughs> it's going to be me. And so like... And, you turned into well, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I was like, it's none it's of it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
like I literally, but I must have been talking too loud because I was saying I was like, I'm getting on first. No, I'm getting on first. I see what he's doing. Blah blah blah. And so <laughs> no. I got on the bus first. I was like sighing in relief, and I turned around because I wanted to see whoever was getting on get scared. And uh, my friend Christina got on behind me, and she had this like face on, like I was like looking at me, and I was like, I was like, what is your problem? And she was like, kind of laughing, but kind of like freaked out. <laughs> and I was like, what is wrong with you? And she like pointed behind me, and I turned around. I had not thought of the fact that on top of a bus there is an emergency escape. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around to this actor who was done very well in Jeepers Creepers makeup, like right in my face. And I just went, oh. And like, <laughs> they all broke character. There was like a driver. Bob <laughs> just fainted like <laughs> a joint yeah, I just fell to the ground. I was like, oh. Like I got the vapor. I'm so proud of you, though, because you got like a real life, oh my God, he's right behind me he, moment. Well, yeah, but he <laughs> laughed at me. It was, and they all laughed me, and I had to like walk off the bus. <laughs> and, like, the walk woman, a shame. And the woman in the back, there was like a crazy person with like a shovel who would like slam it she was like don't worry I'll leave you alone oh <laughs> like, no I she like, took yeah, I was like you? thanks bitch I'm getting off the bus <laughs> I was like well there goes my street cred that but it they was, felt bad they, for me yeah but they did a really good job and it was my own fault I should have been more quiet <laughs> a little bit more like a little bit more strategy about getting on that bus <laughs> my favorite part of that story is that the actor knew Bob was the one to get I, I mean, Bob just has one of those faces, though. Like, if, you're looking at, like, if you could pick Bob out of a crowd from a mile away and be like, that's the one to do. Like, no question. Especially because you know Bob, when he decided to, like, stomp his way onto that bus, was like, you know the face he had on. When I know. It. it was that bitch, I'm smarter than everyone else in this room. And I, I know. know. Fucking I can <laughs> also picture his face as he hit the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of hitting the ground, oh, I want to bring up <laughs> one of my favorite anecdotes. I always say how much I admire you because you are smart and funny. And oh, this was you. one of the... This is my birthday present. Everyone this, listening. <laughs> to be clear. I know. I didn't get you anything else, no, so I hope you like it. It's a compliment. Um, I, uh, one of my favorite jokes that has ever been made on this podcast was strangely during the death episode. That was a surprisingly fun episode and we got a lot of like really positive feedback on that. I'm like this is the best death has ever done on a That's what I'm saying. Ever. I, I <laughs> think that that is a testament to uh, just how ridiculous we are. See and the thing is I lied earlier because I do know what clip we're going to do and I'm like if there was one thing that I would want on a t-shirt it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I this is one of my favorite clips from Death. I think you should all listen. It's one of those things. I, I like to think that any deity that would stick us here, knowing full well how fucked up, <laughs> you know, the prototype was. Yeah, there's got to be a curve. <laughs> would be a little forgiving. It, it, it's it's a, it's a little like if you buy a discount Roomba, you can't be surprised if it flings itself <laughs> down the stairs. You know. <laughs> When you buy, <laughs> it's a little you get what you pay for. <laughs> See, I don't even just want a t-shirt. I want like a little plushie. Like I want like, I I want, like a play set. But I <laughs> want a plushie that will throw itself. Like it has a little spring mechanism. Yeah, no, and you just put it. It's like it's it's like a slinky. You just put it at the top of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, falls downstairs. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I was starting the slinky jingle or the log jingle. I'm not even sure which one it was going to be. Do you know, I was at uh, Barracuda the other night for my show, and they, every, like, when no one's on stage, they'll play, like, obviously the DJ will play songs and things, but he'll also play, like, 
pop culture videos oh. and he played the log commercial from Ren and Simpy. And everyone in the audience sang along, I, I assume. It was great. Yeah. No one knew it oh, because Jesus. we are officially at an age where everyone's like, we don't know what Ren and Simpy is. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to 35. That's Four. Fun. 34. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. <laughs> the fuck up, pissy. Now, wait, what are we doing? No! <laughs> you get the best one. <laughs> I mean... It's not like I did it. I just got to introduce it. Oh, no. I I mean, we kind of both did it, but it's fine. It was, this is probably, I have to be honest. (laughs) We have had a lot of really wonderful experiences doing this show, (laughs) but this is probably one of my favorite things we have ever talked about. You know, and it's really sad because like we now, it's a, it's now a running joke outside the podcast. So like, it's not even just (laughs) contained to this nonsense. I know we do do it constantly in our personal Like you've texted this to me like three or four times. (laughs) 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 So um, I don't think I actually have to do a lot of introducing. I think this was just virtually universally. Whenever I've talked to someone who listens to this podcast, this was their favorite bit. So we're going to, we're going to come in strong with, with, with Sam. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Dr. Loomis. <laughs> Dr. Loomis is the funniest part of that whole Donald movie. Donald Pleasance is amazing and I love him so much. Like, I, I just like, imagine, I want someone to make like an SNL sketch where it's like Dr. Loomis goes to Starbucks and everyone's in line. They're like, what should we get? A macchiato? He's like, there's no time. We have to get an Americano. It's lifeless. It's evil. Decaf has come to your sleepy little town. <laughs> you don't know what evil is. I met it. I met it 15 years ago. And they're like, do you want skin? Like, what do you want? Soy milk? Soy- <laughs> Almond milk. Haven't you been listening? <laughs> It'll kill us all. <laughs> like, that's just his whole bit. Like- hey, hey, you. Get your ass out of there. And they're like, oh. I can never, oh my God, I always forget that scene is coming. And then when I see it, like for those of you who don't know what's talk, what we're talking about, when Dr. Loomis is hiding inside the Myers house and he's scaring away the no, kids. No, no, he's in the bushes next to the Myers house. Is he in the, the bushes house. or is he in the he's house? He's in the bushes okay. because the kids are yeah. going up okay. to the Myers All house right, yeah. to, to like, they, they're like, ooh, it's the Myers house. And he's like, hey, hey, you. I think he actually calls him by name. because <clears> He, he does, I can't remember like, the kids. It's like, hey, Billy, get, get your there. ass out. Because they're like, hey, Billy, go up there and get yeah. to the Myers house. He's like, I'm going to go in there. And he's like, hey, hey, Billy, get your ass out of there. Yeah, and he like really over enunciates. <laughs> yeah, in, in like the British accent. It's like, it's like, why is this demon so, so polite? It's also just Get like, your ass out of like, there. Can you imagine like Pennywise is in the storm going like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Georgie. Do you want a balloon? <laughs> like, yeah, that would never work. Would you prefer a red or a blue? <laughs> Donald Pleasance is pretty If it's not too much of a bother. Honest to God, one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> it's coming! It's coming! <laughs> I say that all the time now. It takes so much self-control like when I go to Starbucks to not order a coffee as Dr. Loomis because of that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time. <laughs> oh, Sam Loomis. Oh, that is one of my favorite oh, bits. Pleasance. But I think that has been the beauty of of this podcast is not just loving the villains, but also loving the the heroes. Is he? I guess he's a, he's hero. a hero. 
He's a hero. He's, I'll he's give it to him. He's complicated. He's complicated. <laughs> but we do love the villains too. <laughs> There's no moral absolutes. Everyone's gray. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a good person and make mistakes. <laughs> Unless you're Michael, then you are pure, unadulterated evil. And he is. Yes. But you know who is not pure, unadulterated evil? Who? Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, certainly bad. I mean, he's he's kind of unadulterated evil, but he's like a fruitcake. There's little chunks of weird shit in there. <laughs> it's like, it's mostly delicious cake with some chunks of dumb. <laughs> like, some chunks of dumb. Like some severe that's chunks gonna be of our dumb. Ne- that's going to be our next shirt, chunks of dumb. That would be <laughs> And speaking of chunks of dumb, here is our favorite Jason is an idiot moment. But yeah, no, one of my other favorite Jason kills, I, th- I think it's in six, is when he grabs this guy by the back of the head and just slams him so hard into the side of an RV that you see the impression of his face like it's a fucking Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> Like there's a little <laughs> indent for the mouth, like up in there. Like that is not physically possible. <laughs> the guy's like Madame Mim. He's like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, no. So that is why Jason is my favorite, is because Jason is part Bugs Bunny, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of part Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Uh, and like a little bit wily coyote too, though, because he always like just yeah. kind of wanders aimlessly <laughs> into some awful trap. Yeah, especially at the end of every movie, it's a bit, it's it's a little like, oh my god, look at this beautiful idiot. Like, like, like fucking Tommy Jarvis is trying to like come out to the lake, Jason. I'm not gonna throw a big heavy chain around your neck or anything. That's not what this is for. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was my mom's sweater. Yeah, you must be my mom. <laughs> and Jason's like, oh, free bird scene. Like, <laughs> He is a big, lovable idiot. He is. He's my favorite. <laughs> He's my big, dumb baby. He is your big, dumb baby. I said Moya. JJ, but that's fine. Oh, I said baby, <laughs> like Moira too. Rose. Okay. Yeah, that's fine too. <laughs> baby? There was, a, there was a meme going around when the Baby Yoda thing was happening that was like, oh, no. baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving The Mandalorian. I haven't watched the last two episodes yet. Yeah, no, I haven't seen them either, so I have to wait to talk about it. But it's like, it's weird because like now, like I can have whatever streaming service I want. I can have whatever cable I want. And like, I can just, I can do what I want as long as I'm willing to pay for it, which is such a departure from growing up in dad's house. Mm, Exactly. And it's like, like, I know we've talked about it on here before. (laughs) It, It kind of amazes me like how many times like I'll be reading comments on like the episodes or on Twitter or on Instagram and like everyone wants to talk about Mike. Like everyone wants to talk about dad. Everyone wants to know dad. Like one of the reviews on iTunes mentions dad specifically. For real? Yeah. They're like, they they were talking about like, and they talk about their dad a lot. It's like, yeah, we do. Speaking of dad. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think we, I think we should put at least one dad moment in here. I feel like I don't want him to feel left out. He's such a big part of this experience. <laughs> He'll be thrilled to know. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> there and waited for it to pass. And if Dad and left like, the lights on in the house, you know that it was yeah, scary. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's like, 
well, this one's on a dimmer switch, so I'll just put it down. I'm <laughs> not made of money. We have. <laughs> I didn't mean like the lights on in the whole house. I just I, mean that. We have a small chandelier over the stairs that he literally will be like, 47 bulbs, and then point at the other one and be like, one bulb. Which one do you think you should turn on? <laughs> so, like, That's Michael, why did you buy the chandelier with 47 bulbs in it? It's for company. <laughs> That's the company chandelier. <laughs> Only the company gets light in the foyer. Everybody else just trips up and down the stairs. <laughs> Unless you're Maria, then you get pushed down them. You know that that point was actually brought up at Christmas. Yes, I know. He, he brought that up when he was over here for Christmas. He, he quoted he was that very one verbatim, upset. actually. He was really mad about it. He was very upset. He was like, he was like, light bulb. I never said light bulbs are just for guests. And, and a Bob- chorus of four people just like, yes, you did, verbatim. Like Bob that. got so mad. He was like, you said that. You pointed at the lamp and you're all like, this is for day to day. This is for guests. One light bulb. 47 <laughs> Which one do you think you should turn on? <laughs> just doing a bit again. It's fine. Oh, Dad. We love him. God, I do love him. Um, so And he already gave me my birthday present, so it's fine that we're doing it. Oh, him. did he? Yes. What did he give you? None of your business. <laughs> I'm curious. I want to know. <laughs> um, so we have come to the end of the episode. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on whose perspective you're looking at this from. Um, And I thought it would be good to close with um, a little moment that was a little bit more sentimental. Sentimental? Sentimental. Something that I care deeply about. And that is Tiny Tim being the ghost in my apartment. I think this is probably one of my favorite bits that we ever did (laughs) because Tiny Tim is the scariest human that was ever alive, I think. Um, yeah, no, I'll I'll, I'll go for that just based on looks alone. (laughs) Even John Wayne Gacy was like, that guy's fucking weird. (laughs) We really need to stop pointing to John Wayne Gacy as someone to validate our opinion. We really need to cut that out. I know. We need to stop. If nothing else, um, we're doing a John Wayne Gacy episode sometime in the next, like, month. So, Are we? Yeah. No, we oh, I'm so excited. I, I, we, we have everything planned. <clears throat> just Preview. wait. 2020 is going to be fucking nuts. You just wait. All right. Let's listen to some Tiny Tim. No. <laughs> the best villain theme song ever. It's so disconcerting. It really is. Like, the first time I heard it, I couldn't believe... We're going back to the music. Okay. <laughs> but it's... It's... Like, the, the first time I heard it, I'm like, they can't possibly expect me to find this frightening. And then three seconds later, I'm like, this is the most terrifying shit I've ever heard, and I will never be you able to You know when it turns again. from, like, ooh, this is weird, to, yeah. oh, I don't like this, when, is when the when, singer goes, <laughs> and it's like, oh, 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 It just feels like like ants are crawling out of Especially the pores of when my you skin. Find, when you find out that the person singing the song his stage name is Tiny Tim. When you look at a photo of this gentleman, oh, he's just as like he is just as creepy as you expect. <laughs> and like, I'm sure he was a lovely person, but like, no, no, no one I have ever seen in my life screams, "I'm going to hunt you down and kill you if you look away." Like Tiny Tim. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up a photo for reference. We will post a photo to the website. Oh yes, we will be posting photos. Tiny Tim, tiptoe. Oh, my God. Here we go. Hold on. Now we're Please pulling hold. receipts on this poor guy. Wow. <laughs> this guy looks like if Weird Al had had a worse hairstylist. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure Weird Al's hairstylist was like, oh my god, he definitely should have had a kids show in the '60s. He might have, like, like, <laughs> like this is this is terrifying. I can't even pick the right picture to put on the website right. Now. <laughs> yeah, he has like a, this little freaky ass ukulele. He's like 90 now. I don't know. Oh wow, this guy's terrifying. <laughs> More terrifying than Gregory, probably. My God, his poor mother. Could you imagine looking down between your legs and seeing that he probably came out with the ukulele? <laughs> Jesus. Which he is, blossomed through her pubic hair. Which like, is the worst. <laughs> Disgusting. And I can't pick a worse instrument really, to, like, like, to try to pass. Through. <laughs> Uh, a, a French horn. Well, I mean, there are certainly more painful ones, but there's no more embarrassing one. Ve- oh, that is a <laughs> lot. Passing a French horn, they would they would think it was gas. <laughs> Depends, in- I'm really only doing this for myself at this point. This is just entertaining to me. Is it an in-tune French horn? Like, Absolutely that's, that's not. Have you ever heard a, an in-tune French horn? No. Never. They don't even put them in orchestras anymore. They can't keep them in tune. <laughs> and Tiny Tim stole all of them. <laughs> and plays them in his mother's cage. <laughs> okay, so we're never allowed to start recording at 10 p.m. <laughs> oh, God, why? <laughs> why? No, it. no. Oh, Mm-mm. Tiny Tim. No. All right, kids. Without warning, you might. <laughs> You'll never get warning. Tiny oh Tim. Nobody suspects Tiny Tim. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's it for us, kids. Uh, this is the end of 2020. Or 19. No. <laughs> My God. I- am I done yet? Can no. I go to bed? <laughs> that is wishful thinking. I wish. Can we just skip ahead, see <clears throat> no, what happens? This is the end of 2019. And it, is the, it is the end of the first um, calendar year of this podcast. We have I know. We did yet. it. We made it through three and a half months of and my spooky And we just academy. couldn't be prouder of ourselves about it. Well, but the <laughs> thing is, the thing is, you guys don't know this because you've only been listening for three and a half months. We have been recording this for almost a year. Yeah, no, I think we started recording in like we February. St- yeah, we st- well, no, it was a little later. I think it was like April when we started recording. No, because I think we did a couple of them before I left my full-time job. Are you sure? One, yeah. No, we recorded a couple. I think God, we recorded so it- like Scream and... I think we recorded more two episodes that we didn't end up using because they weren't great. We did. Rec- I mean, we have been recording for so long and planning this podcast for so long because we cared so much about it. And uh, it really has been wonderful to get to actually see the fruits of our labor and the labors of our fruits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything we do is the labor of fruits. <laughs> So with that said, happy 2019. Best yes. wishes in 2020. We'll we will see days. you in a couple days. Yeah. And with that, one final word from the spoopiest, gayest person in our family. Uh, do you have anything you want to add before before you go? I'd like to formally apologize to Billy Eichner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Billy. You guys can put the Twitter handle down now. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Were you doing Pennywise? <laughs> a burr, a burr, a Billy Boy. Like, like a dog vomit. Exactly. It's, it's kind of funny. This is actually the first episode in a while that we've recorded where we didn't do like a five-minute riff on who should play Pennywise. Oh, my I God. Know, know, I know. And that I, was I, I have been looking too. for a way to get Kevin to do Gollum for the entire <laughs> hour. So right. Oh, do yes, it. Just do it. Do no, Gollum. I'm not. No, I demand. Just do it once. Just do it once. Oh, my God. It's so good. Gollum as Pennywise. I, I <laughs> do hi at Georgie as well. How's that, George? My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from My Spooky Gay Family produced by Barbara Duel Productions 2019. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barb Duel Productions.